welcome to the sixth episode of The Big Question, presented by Friends of Film, a podcast taking an in-depth look at a specific movie-related question. On this episode, we'll discuss how big Avengers Infinity War should be. As always, I'm your host, Cooper Hood, once again joined by a man who is a curling aficionado, Josh Straley. I know everything about curling. I mean, I just wikipedia it and googled it this morning and just just throw it at me now you've ask anything been, you've been diving into the winter I've olympics dived into the winter olympics there's also this thing called the biathlon Have who's you seen the this? german curler hans Yimmerschmidt. <laughs> is <laughs> that right believe you i oh, have no okay. idea I, yeah i just made that up but let me tell you before you but there's this thing called biathlon and you ski and you shoot at like the same time, what? And it is fascinating. How come that's not a Olympic sport? I don't know, but it's really cool because there's skis and I that's... don't know. It was like James Bond, but not Molly Bloom would dominate that. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> that's for sure. But I I found that funny because like ah oh man, it was like during like the prelims for the Olympics or mm-hmm. whatever happens to get you into the Olympics, the qualifiers. Yeah. Like at lunch at work one day, we like you know we went out to lunch, went to a sports bar. And they had curling qualifiers on mm-hmm. on ESPN or something, and we're all sitting at a table. And there's like a the TVs on the other side of the wall, so we're all kind of like watching it. Just like, oh, curling—that's kind of a joke, right? But then we all just like kept watching. And be like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that's how this works! And like, it came really fascinating. Mm-hmm. And then we realized about a half hour into it that there's an old couple sitting right below the TV at the table. <laughs> and like to them, it probably just looks like we're just staring at them. <laughs> like, yeah. What are you guys eating for lunch? And it's like, no, sorry, we're <laughs> we're just watching curling for some reason. Um, yeah, I, I, it was more interesting than I thought it would be. It, it, the strategy and you know the stakes and it's all happening in slow motion. So you're like, what? Yeah. It's it is. Yeah, I, I I get captivated by a lot. Okay, like you know, just like the little pelican things that dip into the water for seconds. <laughs> you know, but whatever. Um, but hey, everyone, um, you can get all of our latest updates on Facebook and Twitter. I'm at Friends in Film, and if you want to hear more about curling, well, no, actually movies, you can check out the rest of our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud, and if you can, on iTunes, please leave us a review. It really helps the show get found, noticed, and more listens and reviews. Yes, and then we can eventually launch the Friends in Curling episode. Yes, the spinoff. Not episode, podcast. Right. Where we just talk about curling. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, the curling terms yes and things <laughs> the terms that come with a sport um yes yeah, so we're gonna talk about not curling today if there was somebody in avengers infinity war who'd be the best curler i would probably say thanos he's got he's got the power even though i guess you don't need the power no it's wanda no it's hawkeye Ooh. Is, is he the thrower yeah he could be a good th- no I, I i don't think he would be a good thrower think about it listen Wanda, it's got the powers, yeah. it's got the telekinesis, drop that right on the dime, but also when it gets the, the but target. But can you use your powers when you curl? Or is that cheating? I think you factor that in. Hawkeye's is just kind of natural. So, like, if Wanda did it, the red glowy stuff would all happen around. They'd be like, hmm, something's happening with those pucks. Is that what they're called? Yes. Um, something's happening with those things, and they all keep landing perfectly. You're disqualified for cheating. Does she have mind control powers? Uh, yeah. She can all make them not see what they saw. <laughs> sure, I guess. But anyways, not no more curling talk uh, for the last episode because we are here to discuss how big 
Infinity War should be um, because this is the culmination of the MCU to this point. It'll be uh, 18 movies in the can by May mm-hmm. 4th once we get the 19th one, which is Infinity War. And it's all been building to this. It has the cast from literally any movie that's Marvel. If, if you're a cast member of those movies, you're probably in this one or Avengers 4. So the cast is huge. It has two directors, which isn't uncommon because the Russos always right, work together. Right, but right. still, yeah. it's got an extra director uh, for most typical <laughs> movies. Um, you look at the trailer, and it, it's it's huge, and it's grand, and there's just so many different things happening um, that we just need to discuss You know how big this should be or how you said it, how big is too big for Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Let's get into it. Let's do it. The cast. This thing's got a monstrous cast. Lots of It's like the who's who of Hollywood. But like not Denzel, Streep, and Hanks. Right. (laughs) Anybody else, you're in this movie, basically. If you are a early millennial or late Gen Xer, you are in this movie. Basically. It's got everybody from the Guardians to the original Avengers to the new Avengers to the secret Avengers to Pepper Potts. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's got everybody in between. I think they're throwing out numbers like 76 characters in the scene, 40 characters in the scene. Um, just monstrous kind of impossible to fathom numbers, um, especially when you see like the closing shot of the trailer. And it's like, that's epic. But it's like eight characters we know yeah <laughs> plus like a thousand wakandans right but like if it's like here's 60 superheroes on screen it's just be like oh my mind is melting <laughs> um i don't think that's a bad thing personally no, i think this movie should just be the celebration of everything marvel's built i want to see literally the splash page of all splash page the money shot of all money shots where it's just like here it is here's everybody and on the opposite side is Thanos, and he's just like smiling, like Psh, whatever. I'm still gonna wipe the floor with all you guys, because mm-hmm. that's that's what this movie should be. It just needs to be big and epic. Yeah. Where? I'm not try, I'm not gonna play devil advocate okay. because I'm ex- I'm excited for this film. Yeah. As much as maybe not as much as, but I have no qualms about this. I think you have to go big mm-hmm. because, like you said, it's the culmination of everything. So. Do you want the money shot in this movie to be like a one-take extravaganza, punch-out, everyone's doing some kind of epic, awesome thing? Or do you need the, there's a hill, the sun shining, and then Iron Man like flies up to it, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's kind of like Super Smash Brothers brawl opening from GameCube, and with the camera just pans down rolls all the way down i mean that's where my mind has been for like mm-hmm. many years it's just like i want them to recreate that yeah <laughs> but with marvel characters right so yeah absolutely they should do that so but when you think of this scale do you worry at all the narrative of this movie is going to be like oh it just sort of like sets up a two big epic battles and then there we go uh, I mean, like, are you worried about individual people and, like, lost? how much is Iron Man's story going to play a part? Because he's still, his, seemingly his standalone films are done, so mm-hmm. do you want to carve Focus out space to represent? Yeah. And uh, Captain America as well. And you go on and on and mm-hmm. on. Yeah, I think that's maybe the only concern with the cast being this big is that, like, okay, we're getting Pepper Potts. We're getting... Um, you know, War Machine. We're getting mm-hmm. everybody, yeah. and it's like 
We're getting Shuri. We're getting Okoye from Black Panther. We're getting yeah. you know all of these different side characters, heroes. We have Wong in there. Um, you know Peter Parker's classmates. Like Ned is probably in here somewhere. Really? Probably. I never thought of that. Um, he's probably like on that bus with him. You know the opening. Mm-hmm. Um, he's probably there. So it's like, how do you balance that to not make it feel like a unearned cameo or a waste of that character, but at the same time deliver on giving each character an individual arc. And I think that'd be a bigger concern for me if it, if somebody other than the Russo brothers were directing this, Yeah, like, you know, if Joss Whedon to come back, I'd be like, who, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work. Or if, and literally anybody else was directing this, but the Russos did an exceptional job in my opinion with civil war. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was only 12 superheroes, but they gave each one a moment in a battle, but also gave them an arc in the movie in some ways. So if they can do that there for a scene, really, I mean, the rest of the movie, it's, it's paired off. It's caps, it's caps movie. And it's Iron Man's movie and it's yeah. their stories. The rest of them don't have that big of a role, but they still each get, you know, a moment here, a moment there, a side story to go on. And I think they'll be able to do that here because, they know these characters really well. They know how I think to structure this movie, but also it looks like they've just basically been like, all right, we can't have 70 superheroes each doing their own thing. <laughs> That's too complicated. We'll get lost in the craziness of trying to keep this up and not make it an 18 hour movie. You know, that that's just too nuts. So instead they've paired up everybody. And I think that's a really smart decision. So you can still have this epic huge, you know, mind-blowing cast, but you're only telling like two or three stories at the same time that are all interconnected into one. So yeah. it's it's not like uh all right, Iron Man's over here, Cap's over here, Thor's over here, Hulk's over here, Black Widow, Guardians. Right. Everybody's on their other in a different city battling. It's we've got two or three locations, everybody's in one of those two and that's it. It's like almost like Lord of the Rings where it's like, all right, we've got Frodo yeah. and doing his thing, but then you know you've got Aragorn on a separate adventure over mm-hmm. here. Gandalf's doing his thing, and it never feels like, oh man, I'm these people are aren't being used correctly. It's no, it's like no, like we're we're getting equal yeah. amounts of time with everybody, and I think if that's the way they do this, then they'll succeed really well. Yeah, I think that's a really good choice. I mean, like you said, like with so many people, it's impossible to give everyone a moment. So what you do is you pair up people who will play off each other mm-hmm. extremely well. And also, a lot of these people have never met before, yeah. too. I mean, I think the closest we have to a uh, cohesive unit fighting together is what's in Wakanda yeah. in the, you know, the, um, the epic shot from mm-hmm. the trailer and the teasers and everything. So, sweet. But then, like, also, Robert Downey Jr., Spider-Man, they know each other in hindsight, mm-hmm. home Cummings relationship set up for them is going to get some more more payoff, but also Doctor Strange and Wong and, and they know each there? other. And then Banner's there, so that's you know, right. Him oh. and Tony know each other, obviously. Oh right, yeah, absolutely. So then all of that will be there. So there'll be just enough discord, but also enough you know conversation. So it's just not like I know you, I know you. Mm-hmm. We don't have to talk. Let's just go fight. There'll be enough of 
who are you to say, right. or whatever the case is. And the same thing's going to be happening over in Wakanda when we get, um, Ban- when Banner gets out there somehow yeah. too. <laughs> he's going to be yeah. jumping across the film. Um, and him and Black Widow obviously got to patch things up. And, uh, you know, there's all there's all, all these different narratives that in the trailer look like they're getting their, their time to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the, sadly, I think T'Challa doesn't, you know, probably could be relegated to the background a little bit because his story's just been told. Oh, I don't think so. You think he's front and center? I mean, if you look at, like, that first trailer, when it's like the, all right, here's, here's Wakanda coming to defend. Yeah. You know, he's got all those people there. Who's front and center? It's, it's Black Panther. That's mm-hmm. his country. Yeah. Right. At, this movie comes out right after Black Panther. I don't think they're going to be like, all right, Cap, you take the lead on it. Right. Like, he's, he's leading that money shot. Mm-hmm. But Black Panther's right beside him. Sure. So I don't think it's like, oh, you're getting pushed to the side. Yeah, but no, maybe in terms of narrative, it's not going to be like, what's happening with Black Panther now? But it, maybe. Because these movies just happened. Right, yeah. And I'm wondering the timeline. Okay, anyway, point is, the only thing they think they're going to run into is when they're putting this film together mm-hmm. is how much is too much. Yeah. You know, like, I, mean, I mean, I know this is kind of, Bumping up into another segment, we'll talk about. But does it, how is this movie a, a two fifteen or is it a two forty five? Right. And you know um, how you what scenes you put in between eighty two different people is going to largely determine that. Mm-hmm. Or do you mean because a half hour is character like four or five minutes for you know twenty different people? Right. I so. mean like kind of moving into the runtime aspect of it. I mean, we've seen it, it it appears based on the trailers, we've we haven't seen technically that much, but you know, we've seen a trailer, the Super Bowl spot, there was the descriptions that came out of the San Diego and D23 mm-hmm. footage. Um what do you think or how quickly do you think Thanos kind of establishes himself this movie? Cuz I think that'll go a long way in determining kind of how quickly this movie moves. Because if it's, you know, if it takes Thanos an hour to get to Earth or something or to come face-to-face with, you know, Iron Man, like, that, that's a while. Because he's, he's got a lot of Infinity Stones to collect. Mm-hmm. And if, if that's the point, he's only collected two in the first hour? Like, that's, that's we're not moving that quickly. Um, especially if, like, he goes, gets the one from Xandar right at the beginning, and then he goes and he attacks Loki and he gets the Tesseract. If he gets those two within the first like fifteen minutes, and we stay at that pace where he just keeps getting a new Infinity Stone every twenty thirty minutes, then I think this movie really moves at a really nice pace. And it's not, and every time it seems like we're getting somewhere where the heroes are getting a a, a step in the right direction, mm-hmm. it's like oh Thanos just got even more powerful. Right. We're screwed. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah yeah totally, um, especially because. We've been told that it's Brolin's movie mm-hmm. more than it is the Avengers. Yeah, film. the Russos of Sudi is basically the main character. Yeah, so I I think at least the film's timeline is going to be we're going to watch Brolin be Thanos and be bad, be evil from his point of view for an hour of the movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe the it's the the entire beginning hour while he does his cosmic crusade for the stones i mean he's gonna go see bel toro mm-hmm. blow up the collectors 
place again or wherever the dude's hiding right. out now, you know, burn Xandar and then bam, there's Thor and Loki and all that things. And then from there, it's just a quick New York, Wakanda, epic battles, epic battles, epic battles, final battle, final epic battle, final battle, post credit scene, <laughs> post credit scene again type See, of a deal. So you're kind of just imagining that basically this movie is all battles it's gonna be all battles i think with like you know I like mean, it is called s- infinity war I exactly guess. right <laughs> um so it'll probably posit you know those character moments in the lead up to battles and then mm-hmm. the de-escalation of those things and it'll like i said largely depend on do they do does this movie is the over or under for this movie two hours and 30 minutes what would you take would you take the over or under i would take the over me too I think that this is a six-hour, seven-hour, <laughs> you know, um, assembly, and then pa- when you pair it with its brother or sister, you know, coming up right. in 2019, Yep, it's a eight-hour epic or something akin to that, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, I jokingly wrote my notes under runtime how long I want it to be, 17 hours. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want this movie to be however long it needs to be. I mean, mm-hmm. that that's... You know, that's the cliche answer for anything, really. Like, I want this movie to be... If this movie can be... And this story can be told in an hour and a half, great. If it needs six hours, great. Do that. Do whatever best um, benefits the story. But I think for something like Infinity War, because of its cast, because of its scope, because at the end of the day, this is really going to be the introduction of Thanos. Yeah, we've we've seen him smile at Avengers. We've seen him briefly in Guardians and the post credit scene of Age of Ultron. But this is really his you know, coming out party. Yeah. And we need to spend a lot of time with him getting the stones, understanding why he wants to balance the universe and why this brings a smile to his face and like all that stuff. So I think we need this kind of epic runtime that Marvel, Marvel's done, you know, movies in the two twenties, um, but I don't think they've ever gone over two and a half hours before. And I think this movie needs to be two and a half, two forty, two forty five, really just to get the first part done and then the second part, you know, if that's maybe more time jumpy or whatever and it's uh, a little bit more crazy or fun or whatever, then you can rein that one into two hours, 210, whatever. But I don't want to see this one be 215 and be like, oh, man, like I wish we had seen a little bit more of the build up to the Battle of Wakanda. Or I wish we'd seen a little bit more of Thor and the Guardians meeting and figuring out what's happening because really they're the two you know kind of sides that know the most about what's going on here because mm-hmm. like you know thor he went on that big hunt that they jokingly kind of played off in the yeah. thor ragnarok but the guardians have come across one controlled it i'm sure they've heard the whispers of others in the four or five years that have happened since the end of guardians 2 by the time this movie comes around so i think those are the moments I want to see a lot of. And in order to get those, plus the huge sprawling 20, 30 minute epic um, fights, this movie needs to have a runtime that's well over two hours. Yeah. So the big issue with that is like, if you do go big with your timeline, mm-hmm. how do you keep it? How do you keep the interest of the audience? So what's going to be the, what's going to be the ticking time bomb across at least an hour and 45 minutes of that film to make you think, okay, I'm getting a little bit fatigued here, but 
this thing is still out there and it's still waiting for it. And it is, is it the reveal of Thanos, which I don't think no, it is because you've got to bring him in at the beginning. So how do you sustain interest for that long? And I think that's, that, that's why Joe and Anthony Russo, I'm just in the, the, the entire writer's team at Marvel and the cast, I'm just so interested in how that gets done. I think it's the infinity stones. I think that's how you keep it going. Cause if it's, like I said, if it's two and a half hours, if he's getting a stone every twenty, thirty minutes, mm-hmm. there's six stones. If it's you know, if it's if it's on average thirty minutes a stone or twenty minutes a stone, we'll go twenty minutes. You know, that's two hours right there to get all six. Um, and then once he has all six, then it's like the oh, oh crap! Like now we have to try to stop him with whoever's left, if there's anybody left. Yeah. Um, plus, you know, there's the buildup um, and. You know, some of those action sequences, I think the Civil War fight, like the actual fight itself, not the walk up, not the aftermath was like 12 or 14 minutes long. I mean, there's got to be fight sequences in Infinity War, like the one in Wakanda, that's like 20, 25 minutes, probably (laughs) just that just of action and fighting and stakes. Um, So I think that I think that's how they'll do it and be able to keep it moving. Um, And like I said, with the multiple teams, it's not like. All right, we're we're gonna watch Captain America and his journey for three hours. Yeah. No, it's like all right, we're gonna get Cap's team for fifteen minutes, Iron Man's team for twenty, Guardians for five, jump back, jump forward, you know, go keep going back and forth until end of the movie. Hopefully, fingers crossed, they're all together, and then it's like now we've got fifteen twenty minutes of every hero trying to stop Thanos. Mm-hmm. And probably failing. <laughs> Do you think the odds of the Wakanda battle being in the first half of the movie? Do you think those are higher or lower? Low. Yeah. Okay. I I mean, it looks like, and honestly, um, based on Marvel's kind of history, it won't surprise me if that shot that has Cap, um, Black Panther, Bucky, Black Widow, Hulk, War Machine, and Falcon. And you you throw in a coy there too. That's eight main characters. It won't surprise me if there's actually like fifteen people there, and they're either CGI'd out or that is a condensed version of the frame, and the frame is much wider. Yeah. And on the side we have some of the guardians, or we have other people just like coming in to help. Because if that it looks like that is the big fight, like in, in that trailer, you can see multiple members of the Black Order there fighting. You know, those huge, you know, giant metal pyramid things are falling out of the sky and landing in mm-hmm. Wakanda. There has to be a reason. We'll probably touch on why that is in our Black Panther preview episode. Um, if you haven't listened to that already, do so. And I think that's kind of the the reason is because that's going to be the probably the big climactic. The Black Order is probably the ones getting most of the... Um, Infinity Stones on Earth, so they're gonna go try to get them, and that's the last one they need. Twenty minutes fighting off all of those alien things, plus the Black Order, and meanwhile Thanos is off in some other on some other planet in the galaxy, where the Guardians and Iron Man are like trying to stop him yeah. from getting to Earth to begin with. So cosmic Earth. Whatever dimensions that Doctor Strange may be hanging out in probably doesn't deal mm. too much with this film at all. Probably not. And then New York, 
Wakanda. So four major locations plus wherever Thanos is going to rip a moon out of the sky and smash <laughs> it on Tony Stark, Spider-Man, and oh my who gosh. else is he hanging out with? Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. I think the Guardians are supposed to be there. Which Whew. would make sense. That would put them in our space. Mm-hmm. And it would be Thor's homecoming. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, it's definitely going to be a... Like you think you made the Lord of the Rings comparison yeah. early on. I think that's the best epic for it. We have this sprawl, a sprawling place for each one of these events to take place in. And those teams, you know, worked up together. Um, we're going to make that great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like you said, I think we'll start off. We'll have Thor and the Guardians doing their thing off on Xandar visiting the Collector, whatever, trying to be like, what is happening in the galaxy that's leaving all this destruction? Thor's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Some big purple dude just came and destroyed my ship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Korg is dead. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Korg. Oh, um, right. <laughs> I hope not, but that's probably the case. Um, and meanwhile, you know, Team Iron Man with Doctor Strange and Banner and Wong, they're kind of on those streets in New York being like, what's, what's going on? Mm -hmm. But then, you know, cap and his underground team are off in Europe doing something secretive and black Panther still doing his own things. I think the movie starts with like four or five different sections, but then by the final act, it's you're either in space or you're in, uh, Wakanda and you're in one of those two places. And if you're not there, you're probably dead. Yeah. And it's probably assumed that Wakanda has one of the stones, right? Yeah. I think that's widely assumed at this point. So, I mean, just, I know we're sidewinding into some serious speculation yes. here. But the Wakanda battle has to go south if that Thanos is ever going to complete his gauntlet, right? Yeah. Yeah, you would think exactly. So. <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm just wondering, like, the collision course of all of these people is going to be crazy. Oh, it's going to be insane. And, you know, like you said, like that condensed frame uh, or, yeah, like you said, they just shot seven people that logically were going to be there mm-hmm. and then put everybody else in and then right. blew it up wide. Because, like, the Civil War trailers, like, you know, we, there was the shot of T'Challa crying in the rubble, but you're like, what was what's, what's he doing? Because they cropped out that his father was their dead <laughs> smartly. <laughs> um, but then also, like, the Civil War fight, they didn't have Spider-Man in there nope, in the trailers um, until – Later trailers, once they find like, okay, yes, he's in the movie. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew it. Um, then they included him in some of the international trailers and stuff. But for the most part, he wasn't in that huge run-up or anything. And because he was a CG creation or CG layover or whatever, and there's multiple characters that they can throw in. Um, you know, There's already many of them in that shot because of Hulk, War Machine, Falcon. Yep. But, I mean... Hawkeye's nowhere to be found in the marketing so far. I gotta believe he's there because he's not off <laughs> in space, right? <laughs> fighting Thanos with a bow and arrow. Not chilling no. in New York either. No, he is definitely in Wakanda. Um, you know, if Ant Man's gonna show up in this movie, that's probably where he's gonna be. That's right. Um, he hasn't been seen yet. We don't even know if he's in the movie because we don't know about Ant Man's Ant Man and the Wasp's timeline or how that all works yet. Um, so there's a lot of possibilities for them to. Um, bring other characters into that shot we have wasp confirmed for infinity war not in she's not in infinity war she's in avengers 4 but she's not in infinity war Ah, okay 
because I think it was the same thing with like why she was in Civil War because they wanted to keep her costume and power reveal to her own movie. They kept her out of the big one so she can get that reveal a couple months later in Ant-Man and the Wasp instead of doing Infinity War, mm. especially if Ant-Man and the Wasp does take place prior to the movie. If Infinity War, if they're in there, either of them, it's like, oh, they both right both make another movie. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Which isn't of- a surprise, but at the same time, got to try to keep some spoilers out of the uh, public conscious, I guess. Excellent point. So, um, yeah, I think really... To go back to the big question of how big should Avengers Infinity War be, I think it should be the biggest movie ever. Yeah, absolutely. If this is the culmination of 17 films, 18 18. films, you have to make it worthwhile. And I understand a director, I mean, making a movie is making a movie that people also can stand to watch. Right. And Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, push that bound, you know pretty pretty far (laughs) blade runner coming in a close second yeah but you've spent nearly a decade oh no an entire decade now Mm -hmm. um because the 10th anniversary cast photo which will be like a decade almost to the day when infinity war releases when they shot that was that or was everyone in the same room Mm -hmm. or those just posits it was it wasn't it wasn't the mummy okay (laughs) cinematic universe picture all over again where they photoshop people together no they were yeah. all there that's really that's why like there are other, like tom hiddleston's not there um there are other big stars that weren't there but they're not gonna they're not gonna photoshop them in and that was like we just got to get as many as possible i guess yeah. we're not gonna get everybody <laughs> tom hiddleston was designated survivor <laughs> yeah because <laughs> i was just kind of like maybe depending on how they work this all out that they but yeah no just that, that megapixel shot is so cool. oh it's insane well, i already um, bought my 10th anniversary shirt <laughs> oh really oh sweet and yeah but you need to make it bigger than anything they've ever had i think iron man 3 actually comes close to the longest film because that's isn't that 230 um i don't know that's my my gut saying 230 but anyway i know it's long and so you have to at least be longer than that. Mm-hmm. And I know you've split your film or your your story into two parts. Right. But still, if this is the beginning of it, I think everyone would, I, at least I would appreciate nothing left undone or incomplete. Mm-hmm. I, I, I will, I'll take my popcorn, I'll take my soda, and I'll hack it out for, you know, <laughs> three hours if, if need be. Because I do believe... This should be epic. Right. And especially for like this movie, like in most cases, I'd be like, you know, leave me wanting more than wanting less. Mm -hmm. But I don't think there's going to be many, if any, moments in Infinity where I'm like, "Eh, I could could have gone without that scene. Yeah. If anything, I'm just going to want more and more of it. So give me as much as you can (laughs) without Disney saying, you you can't, we can't release a four-hour movie. Right. You know. Hopefully they don't like Warner Brothers BVS and be like, the rules are like, hey, we've got this three and a half hour cut. We're really happy. They're like, you got to get it to 215. And they're like, oh my, what? <laughs> We're screwed. <laughs> like they they know what the time's going to be. Yeah. And I think between this movie and between Avengers 4, the combined runtime's going to be f- over five hours without question. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think in answering the big question one last time, how big should Avengers Infinity War be? As big as it can get. The bigger, the better. The biggest, most fabulous film of all time. Yeah, and Iron Man 3 was two hours and ten minutes, so oh, okay. uh, it is not 
close to the longest film. Avengers Age of Ultron is 221. The first Avenger, uh, first Avengers is 223. So I think that's the longest one, unless Civil War is longer. And that one clocks in at 227. So mm. there it is. That's the yeah. longest one. That's the precedent. All, all under two and a half hours. But I think this one's 240 minimum. Um, with lots of stars, lots of action, lots yeah. of characters, everything. Who do you want to see the most of? Character-wise? Mm-hmm. I've always been a Cap guy. Yeah. Uh, I want to see more Cap. Um, but if out of anybody, I mean, I'm dying to see Thanos. Right. Thanos, he's got to deliver. Um, I think he looks great so far. Hopefully they've figured it out and made him uh, super compelling, super terrifying, and just all around not a nice guy. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Uh, how about you? Robert Denny Jr. Okay. He's, still, he's, no, he's got no longer no longer has his Iron Man franchise. I mean, it's there, but it's not in active development. They're not asking Shane Black anytime soon. Right. So um, here's to hoping he gets to close out. Or here's to hoping he gets to close out his character arc, but also gets the wink and the nod to say, hey, let's do five more. So I mean, he in that 10th anniversary photo, he like, shared it and was like here's to 10 more years I'm like, i don't believe it i don't believe it either but at the same time i i'm i'm as sad as it is for me to admit this i am more on the line that captain america will be the one to go than it will be tony if, really if one of the two are going if not both of them i think it's more likely to be cap than tony because rdj is the bigger star um but he also you, you can have him be in these movies without being Iron Man and Cap, you've got Falcon, you've got Sebastian Stan as Bucky waiting in the wings. They can take over, be different versions of Cap. And since Avengers four looks like it's using the barf technology with Tony a lot, it looks like he doesn't at least die in Infinity War. Right. So if, unless he dies in Avengers four and doesn't get brought back to life, then maybe it happens that way. Either way, I'm very excited, but also terrified. Yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll talk more about preview, but yeah, okay, I hear you. Yes, so that's all we have for this episode of The Big Question. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes, give us a five-star view with comments, telling us why you enjoy listening to the show, why you enjoy listening to The Big Question. Um, if you have not already, we have our latest episode of the main show out where we reviewed Cloverfield Paradox, mm-hmm. talked about Venom and Deadpool 2's new trailers, um, and we also have the Black Panther preview out um, it should be out by the time you guys hear this. So just the movie comes out in a couple of days. Absolutely go listen to that. Go see the movie. Come back. That's what we'll review next week. You can find everything else, all the updates on the news, um, anything else that you need to know about on Twitter by following us at Friends of Film. You can follow me personally on there at Movie Cooper and Coops underscore Hoops. You can catch me talking about curling at just Joshua Ryan. Thanks, Sam Fortune, and to the Friends of Home Podcast, Josh. Thanks for stopping in, everyone. And be sure to turn it next week for our review of Black Panther. Black Panther.